Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Here I am, Jonathan. I didn't even want to be here, but Jesus Christ arrested me on the side of the road and invited me into his kingdom, into his bosom in 1997. You can ask my parents, you can ask my friends, I was a totally different person the day that I came out of that church. I was not even looking for church. I was not looking for God. I didn't I didn't want him, I didn't know him, but my spirit man wanted him because the Bible says that he knew me before I was in my mother's womb and he knows you. And if you're listening to this today, be encouraged because there is such a deception in the earth today. There is such a a falling away and all of the things that Jesus warned us would come. We are living in those very last minutes of this age and we're coming into an age of power. So if you're awake, if you're a Christian, if you're believing in God, then if you're standing on his word, then you're in in an incredibly good place. Don't be surprised when the world hates you. Don't be surprised that God has caused you to walk through a very narrow path. And I have something very good news for you today, something very exciting. And it's understanding the kingdom of God. Because Jesus said, if you understand the word of the kingdom, that you will bear fruit. And fruit is Carrying seed from the tree from where it was born. So if you're born again, then you are carrying kingdom seed. That is the purpose. That is the purpose for your life. The reason you're on earth is to bear fruit. What that means is people are going to eat you. And when they eat you, they inadvertently eat the seed of the kingdom because when you eat watermelon, you swallow lots of watermelon seeds. When you eat bananas, you swallow banana seeds. And when you eat Jonathan, you swallow kingdom seeds. So today, I'm just giving you some understanding. And and God said this to me this morning. So listen, listen to me. What is repentance? What is rebellion? What is the kingdom of God? It is like... It is like a man who was a king over a territory and he had an enemy, an enemy kingdom. Now, there are two options here. One of them can cancel out the other by going to battle. And that's definitely what we're doing with the kingdom of darkness right now. But the other option in the parallel of the kingdom is you could offer your son or daughter 
to marry the son or daughter of the enemy kingdom and create a covenant, create a bond. But that covenant requires repentance. The other enemy king needs to make a decision that because his blood is on the line, because his son or daughter is on the line, his son or daughter is going to marry the enemy's son or daughter and the blood covenant, the marriage of the children, of the offspring of the two enemy kings creates an alliance. It creates a new opportunity. And that is what we have done. That is what we have done because we have rebelled against God. Adam and Eve committed the sin of independence. Independence is the greatest threat to a kingdom. Independence is what Indonesia declared in about 1961 to the Dutch. Independence is what America declared from the British Empire. The moment that America declared independence, the, the, the governor had to leave. The, the kingdom had to leave. England was no longer going to fight America's battles. England was no longer going to pay to build America's roads and infrastructure. No, America was on its own. And that is what happened to you and I in terms of Adam and Eve. We, the human race, rebelled against God. We committed the most abominable sin, which was to declare independence from the country, from the kingdom. Adam and Eve separated themselves from the kingdom. It wasn't unusual for them necessarily to be speaking to the animals. It was not unusual for them necessarily to to be having a conversation perhaps with the snake because, you know, seemed pretty strange to me, but maybe it wasn't so strange to them. Who knows? They willingly chose to leave the kingdom of God. That's the unspoken reality of Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3. They left God. They could have talked to God about it. They could, anyway, we're not going to get into that today. So what has to happen is repentance. The only way to, to return to the kingdom is surrender. America can surrender Even today, America can go back to England and say, you know what, we made a mistake. We don't want to be independent. We want to come back into the Commonwealth of of England, of, of the British Empire. We want to come back. That would require great humility. That would require great surrender. And that is why Jesus Christ said that we need to come into the kingdom like a little child. We need to humble ourselves, the the last will be first, the least will be the greatest. Jesus said we have to repent. Like that enemy king, he had to repent. He had to change his mind from being an enemy to being a friend, to being an ally. And let me tell you the truth today. Every covenant is a blood covenant. Every contract is a blood contract. In the kingdom of God, when a slave 
became a bondservant. The owner of the slave would pierce the, the, the earlobe of his servant with a bone causing blood to be released. That's a blood covenant. When a, a penis is circumcised, there is blood. And similarly, when a woman is with a man for the first time, there is the shedding of blood. The, the hymen is the highest concentration of capillaries of blood in the human body, more than the heart, more than the brain. The hymen is torn. It is a veil. And Jesus Christ, the righteous, tore the veil of our hearts. He tore the veil in heaven. Our hearts are circumcised. They are exposed. They are bare before God. The moment that we repent, we humble ourselves. And Jesus Christ, the righteous, he tore the veil. He entered into the most holy place, the seed, into the womb, so to speak, of heaven. And he created the new birth of the church of Jesus Christ. So you and I now are part of his body. We are one with him as though we were married to him. We have repented like that foreign kingdom. We've come into the kingdom of God. If we have married him, then we are one with him. If we share his own blood like the enemy king's daughter or son marrying the other king's daughter or son, they became blood. And by their blood, there is a union. There is a holiness. There is a oneness. They're no longer going to be fighting each other because it's in their interests to go together. So what does God want to do? Well, he told us from the beginning. He wants to fill you. He wants to fill you. He wants to own you. He wants to fill all in all. He wants to be enthroned in your heart. He wants to fill the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. He wants to pour out his, his spirit upon all flesh. He wants you. He wants everything. He wants everything. He wants everything. He wants everything. He wants all of his enemies to be his footstool. And he will destroy them all with the breath of his mouth. But do you even know who you are? So many people, <laughs> so many people are, are, are a little bit upset at the moment. They, they don't like what's going on. They don't like the injustice. Well, I'll tell you why. Not only is it built into us humanity, even if we're not with God, we know what's right and wrong. We have a conscience. And we know from the natural order of things that what right and wrong is. But if you're a Christian, you are established on his throne because you are seated on his throne, biblically speaking, and you are, truthfully. And his throne is righteousness and justice. And so when you look at the earth today, you're going to see things that are not on that foundation. You're going to see things that are not established on righteousness and justice. You're going to see people who are making a mistake, but it's actually really exciting because do you not know, said Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, that you 
will judge this world. You will judge this world. Now, at the moment, you are prohibited from judging anyone. It is not for you to judge. And even the judgment that you will do in heaven on the other side is going to be righteous judgment. The judgment that you do is going to be the judgment that you handed down that God handed to you first. So God is going to give you the judgment. That's why it also says in, I believe, 1 Corinthians that that the spiritual man judges all things, but he himself is judged by no one because they are carnal. So if you're a spiritual man, you can judge all things. Why? Because you have the mind of Christ. Because you have married Christ, you have become one with him, you've repented. The moment you repent, you become one with God. The moment you surrender, you return to your original kingdom, to your original purpose. You have the mind of Christ. You have the spirit of God. You know all things and you need no one to teach you. So I'm just going to pray today that God would give you an understanding of the kingdom of God, an understanding of covenant, an understanding of ownership, an understanding that if you win, he wins. If you lose, he loses. If you die, you're going to be no earthly good. So he wants you to stay in your body. He wants you to stay on earth because you are the kingdom seed carrier. Your purpose on the earth is to expand his kingdom. And let me tell you the truth. Every king wants to expand. There is no king who doesn't want to expand. You know, Donald Trump wanted to expand the, the interests of America. Jeff Bezos wants to expand, you know, Amazon. He wants to take over every industry. He wants to disrupt everything, not just retail. He wants to he wants to own healthcare. He wants to own Whole Foods. He wants to own retail. He wants to own all the books in the world. Same with Elon Musk. Every king wants dominion. Every king wants why? Because they want to extend their influence. They want to extend their way of doing things. Facebook wants you to connect with people in the way that Mark Zuckerberg wants you to connect with people. So when you go to England, they drive on the left-hand side of the road, they speak English, they wear a tie in summer. And then when England colonizes another country, they enforce and imprint their way of doing things. So in India, where it's 100 degrees Fahrenheit or you know, 45 degrees Celsius, they're wearing long shirts and ties and they're drinking hot tea and they're driving on the left-hand side of the road and they're speaking English because England is a kingdom and a kingdom wants to dominate because they want their influence, they want their way of doing things. Their way is the right way. So Jesus Christ wants his way of doing things. He wants the dead to be raised. He wants the blind to see. He wants the orphans to be adopted. And he wants poverty to be eradicated. And he wants sickness to be 
to be removed and he wants healing to come and he wants mothers and fathers and husbands and wives to be together and he doesn't want all these bad things to be happening and you will judge the world. You will judge the angels, the Bible says, because you are one with God and you have covenant. You Meditate on these things. Ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. Ask for the fear of God. Make your dwelling place his throne room. Yeah, where the wheels are spinning with eyes in them. That is your place of residence. You may be walking on this earth, but the Bible says that we are citizens of heaven, that we are children of God, that we will see him and we will be like him. And Jesus said, if you overcome, you will sit on my throne. And he said, (laughs) you will judge the nations. You will rule the nations with a rod of iron. These are the messianic prophecies from Isaiah from the book of Psalms, he repeats them in Revelation as a reward to you and to me. So why don't you dwell in that place of kingdom, sovereignty and dominion, allow people around you to eat you and to therefore receive and consume the word of God, which is the kingdom of God. In Jesus name, God bless you. Thanks so much for listening. I've been Jonathan. Give me some feedback. I'll put email and other information in the description below. Bye for now.
Live in the fire. 